0: podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. The fifth state in the union, but the first state in our hearts. The state of Connecticut has a long and storied history of success on and off the athletic fields. And 22 Threads is your go-to apparel brand for all things CT. Visit the 22 Threads website at www.22threads.com to shop their stores in blue-collar football apparel collections now. 10% of each item sold is donated to a local Connecticut nonprofit organization. Look good, do good, because you love CT. All right, we're coming to you live after uh, uh, the day after a really exciting win against North Carolina with, with Alex. So Alex, welcome back.
1: Thank you for having me once again. So
0: I know it's been, been a few weeks since we last spoke. Last time we spoke, we are just getting ready for the Empire Classic. So what have the past uh, few weeks been like for you?
1: Yeah, it's been a lot. A lot of ups and downs, a lot of, you know, learning experiences for our team, but also just a lot of excitement, I think. You know, coming off a championship feeling is special. Just create a championship for our new team this year, something that we can build on for this upcoming season. And, you know, we've had some big games throughout the Empire to, you know, yesterday's against North Carolina. So, um, you know, we're definitely learning a lot as a team. We're just excited to keep getting better. So I I want to look back just a little bit just so we can, uh, you
0: know, look back at that Empire. And, you know, like you went you went off those two games there, I you know, especially against Texas, you know, came up clutch with some shots. What did it feel like hitting those kind of
1: shots at MSG? It felt amazing. Really just a dream come true. I mean... It's the most famous arena in the world. So just going out there and, you know, being able to hit those shots was awesome. But I think just as a team, we played so unbelievable out there. And um, it was just such a special game for everybody. How did it feel stepping up
0: in competition? Because, you know, you start the season, you usually usually playing some mid-majors. Um, and, and not any offense to them, but there's a step up then to get to play some of those other power teams, and you got two pretty good teams in Indiana and Texas there. So how do you feel to get some of those types of games under your belt?
1: Super exciting, you know, super exciting just to go against other national brands, especially Indiana and Texas. I mean, they're well known across college basketball, and they've they have great talent, great teams, great history. So um, just super exciting to play against them and you know, just, uh, you know, we come to UConn for those reasons to play against the big time teams. And, you know, we just get super excited, super amped up to play against them. And, you know, having played those two teams in the Empire State Classic, it definitely was a lot of fun. So you you, you go from those games and you got a couple uh, other mid-majors, but then you
0: you go and and step up again and go on the road to probably one of the toughest places in all of college basketball to go. So, well, you know, we'll get into the game a little bit, but just looking at the experience of getting to go to a place like uh, Allen Fieldhouse, what was that like from your perspective?
1: Yeah, it was unbelievable. That was definitely it was definitely the hardest arena to play in, I'd say, on the road. Just, I mean, credit to their fans. The energy was through the roof. The atmosphere was crazy. Just, you could definitely see why it's hard to win at Kansas. And, you know, it's just credit to them. And, yeah, it was just an unbelievable environment. It's really the best, one of the best environments I've played in.
0: I I heard from fans who went that the arena was really hot. Did you feel that down on the court?
1: It was really hot. There was no AC during, (laughs) during shoot around. It felt like we were sweating a lot more than we normally would.
0: (laughs) When you, when you look back at that game, obviously Kansas comes out really strong out of the gate, kind of like gives, gives that first punch there. And I, I think it was really impressive how the team was able to, you know, fight back in such a, tough spot on the road what did that tell you about the team that you know you were able to kind of take a couple of those punches from Kansas and really hang with them in a tough spot
1: yeah that we're never going to give up we're never going to back out just because you know Kansas threw the first punch we're not just going to give up and you know throughout the entire second half we kept winning those mini wars we talked about those four minute wars we kept winning them and winning them and you know it just felt you know it was a good confidence throughout the game that we kept winning them that like we could really win this game but you know, things didn't go our way throughout the game. And Tristan, Tristan was really the only one that had such a stellar offensive game and no one else really seemed for it to click. So, you know, Tristan really carried us to possibly winning that game.
0: Yeah. And talking Talk a little bit about his performance. I know put, put up 31, seemed like every time there was a, a shot that needed to be hit at the buzzer, he, he drained it. Um, what's it like being on the court with a guy like that who's you know, just on fire, really, for that game?
1: It's awesome. I mean, it was his night. So really, you just try to get him the ball as much as possible. And, you know, every time he shot it, it, felt like it was going in. So when he's having one of those nights, it really, it really gets the team going. And he's such a special player to where, you know, he's scoring that much, but he's also just, if not more dangerous and finding other teammates to get them going too. So, you know, he's such a unique player and, you know, he really is continuing to make a name for himself out there. And, continue to prove himself to the people
0: as you guys look back on that game whether it was film or just kind of reflecting on it what do you think were some of the biggest lessons you guys took away from it to apply to the rest of the season especially from a basketball standpoint there
1: I think it's our defense I think our defense wasn't as sharp as it needed to be against them we knew offensively that we just have to be sharper and execute a lot better but we know we know offensively our shots are going to fall so just not worrying so much about the shots, but more on the execution side offensively than defensively. We weren't we weren't as good as what Coach Hurley preaches for us every day in practice.
0: So you you go from that that loss at Kansas, first loss of the season, and there, there's really no time to like take a breath and uh, you know no, no one to kind of get you guys back into rhythm. You, you got to go play another top ten team at, at MSG in North Carolina. What's it like being in a situation where it's like? Hey, you don't really get a game to catch your breath or get back into shape, get your hand feeling a little bit better. Some other guys who are beat up. I mean, you, you gotta go face another top 10 team.
1: Yeah. Uh honestly, fighting to get out there to play against another top 10 team just because those days after Kansas leading up to the North Carolina game, they were miserable. I mean, the practices, coaches are on our, you know, they're they're on us. And then um you know, they really are just really cranking up the intensity, cranking everything up. So it's like, you know, it's miserable just because we lost. So um, and then we head into North Carolina trying to release that anger that we had from the Kansas game and the anger that we felt throughout the past days of how much better we knew we could have played and really just release it on to you know our next opponent, which is North Carolina. So super exciting. And then of course, on top of that, we're playing in Madison Square Garden again where we were two. We we were two zero before, so we just had yeah. ultra confidence going in.
0: While you're at M- while we're on the topic of MSG, I know UConn fans uh, uh, always show out there. Were you, were you impressed with the turnout there?
1: Of course, every time. Of course, I am here in the UConn chance in MSG. It no, doesn't get better.
0: I I've got to say, for like opposing teams, Indiana like probably had to be one of the better opposing mm-hmm. fans that I've seen show up at at, at MSG. When I, I think back on on all the UConn games I've been there.
1: Carolina did a great job, too. And then shout-out to our UConn fans for the Kansas chance, too, when they were yeah. in Kansas. They, they did some great chance there. We heard them.
0: Yeah, I, I know a lot of people made that trip out there. I mean, I, I feel like from a player's perspective, that's like a bucket list place to play, and from a fan's perspective, too, yeah. uh, get to go out and be a part of it um, mm-hmm. is also pretty cool. As we're looking at and talking a little bit about last night's game uh, against North Carolina, obviously you come in, uh, fingers are all taped up in, in stuff. Shot might not be falling as you wanted to early on. How do you keep yourself motivated and trying to, you know, stay involved, you know, on other parts of the game uh, when the shot just might not be falling?
1: Yeah, it's really just trying to find other ways to impact the game. And I think that was the biggest thing the coaches message to me during, uh, before the game is that find other ways to impact the game. We know your shot's going to fall eventually, but right now it's not falling, but you know keep shooting if you're open shoot it they have ultra confidence in me to shoot it they tell me to shoot it every time but then also you know get on the offensive glass make cuts screen just do the little things to help us win and I think having that mindset going into the game in which I'm not going to worry about my shot and just go in, try and do the little things I think it gives me more confidence throughout the game and it gives you know just more energy for our team so I think for myself personally that helped me a lot
0: I would say I, I I see that first three fall for you in the second half, and I, I could see it in your face. Like, there, there's there is some relief there. How did it feel to see that one, you know, go in? And, and it seems like things just kind of really snowballed for you and picked up from that spot on.
1: It felt good. It felt, <laughs> it felt really good, I'm not going to lie. I know I have a lot of trust in my shot, and I have a lot of confidence in it, but, you know, it's different when you finally see it go in. So I was definitely super excited, but, you know, more – more excited that we got the win i'd say way more excited
0: looking back at some of these power matchups here that you've gone up against you know power conference matchups who's the toughest matchup for you uh you know from a defensive standpoint because you've gone up against some really tough guys
1: yeah oh i'm they're all so different in their own ways like malik from indiana and kj from kansas they're both Big body fours to where, you know, they just try to punish you in the paint, but they score in the paint so differently that makes it that it makes it challenging. Like Malik's more of a post and KJ's, you know, a bruiser is gonna be super physical. And then you had uh Harrison Ingram from North Carolina who he could shoot it, but then you also go in the paint too. So it was definitely and then Brock Cunningham from Texas, my matchup. He's just straight another's kind of similar to KJ, in which he's just gonna offensive glass you but you could okay. also shoot it. So honestly, they were all so different and unique in their own ways to where, I wouldn't say they're necessarily tough. I just think you just had to go in with a different mindset in each one, just really be prepared. I'm going to take a quick break
0: from the interview to tell you about my friends at Martin Rosel's Meats. This fourth generation Connecticut family business produces kielbasa, hot dogs, sausages, and deli meats using Martin Rosel's very own original recipes. Their products can be found in grocery stores, delis, restaurants, and hot dog stands throughout the state. And if you're looking for your fill right away, check out their retail store in New Britain. For more information, visit martinrosselsinc.com and go support a UConn fan-owned business. And now, back to the interview
1: to guard their strengths.
0: Yeah, how how hard is it having to transition from going up against, you know, a bruiser to a guy who can pop out and shoot and just having to, you know, switch up how you're playing these guys, you know, in such a short amount of time too.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely it can definitely be difficult going from for this most recently KJ Adams to Harrison Ingram just because they play so completely different, but um I think really it starts in the practices, you know, sometimes I'll guard um Jalen Stewart, who could shoot it and, you know, he could attack it as well. So just really getting reps against him has helped me a lot. And then that's the same when sometimes I have to match up against Samson, who's going to try to, you know, post me up when he gets the opportunity. So really, I think it starts in practices, but then more importantly, the coaching staff just does a great job of the film, the scout, and really they really make sure we know like the opponent's moves and like when we got to see it coming.
0: So I've got to ask, as the season has gone along, like, I feel like I've learned more and more about Cam. Like, you know, coming into the season, it seems like, hey, this guy is going to just be a shooter. Then you see him, you know, what he's able to do from a bring the ball up, the passer, um, you know, tough on the glass, too. And then last night I learned he's a little yappy. Is that something that, that surprised you or is that no surprise?
1: That's no surprise to anybody. I, you've probably heard stories of him, like how competitive he is, how, you know, You know how he's just a whole nother personality on the basketball court and you know you could hear it all you want but then now that you know i guess everyone in the world has seen it now with (laughs) the meme go not the meme, the gif going around now and him punching the air now you now you start to see who cam is and off the court he's completely different than how he is on the court he just has that gear that switch that turns him into the cam that we love on the basketball court and it was, I didn't realize that he did that until I saw it after the game and I started laughing. It was hilarious. I loved it.
0: Yeah. Between that, him, him, John, a little bit with some of the North Carolina guys. Like this is, this is a new cam. I haven't, I hadn't seen him before.
1: Oh, we we see it all the time in practice. We see it all the time. <laughs> Does everyone want a pair of his
0: shoes now after seeing what he did with those new shoes last night?
1: I assume so. You got to, he played, <laughs> he played one hell of a game against them. So Shoot, I'd want a pair of his shoes too. Make him a size 15. Let me get a pair if I want to if he's gonna if I'm gonna play like that, let me get a pair.
0: (laughs) I I feel like last night was the first night. Like I start seeing some stuff on on social where it's like UConn's starting to play like a little bit of a villain role. Like I, I I feel like they've kind of you know played up the underdog card a little bit as like they've been building back to success. But now as you guys have been just beating up on some of these teams. Like, it seems like other fan bases are starting to get really frustrated and annoyed when they go up against you. What's it like to kind of play that type of
1: role? I didn't even know we were playing that role at first. (laughs) I I knew a lot of people hated us, but I didn't know we were the villain. But um, it's cool. I mean, it just shows how good of a program we are, how historic, how successful we are at the moment to where everyone's going to really want to beat us and everyone's going to give us their best shots. So, you know, I would take it as a compliment, honestly. I, I love it. Yeah,
0: I remember Derek Jeter used to always say how much he loved to get booed when he'd go somewhere. It's a that, sign that people <laughs> respect you a little bit. Um, so you got Arkansas Pine Bluff on Saturday. Then you get almost a week off before you head out to Seattle to play Gonzaga. Just given the state of the team with everyone kind of dealing with some sort of bang up, you know, here or there, how big is it to be able to get some time after Saturday's game just kind of, I, I know you guys are going hard in practice and everything, but just to kind of add a game action and to kind of rest the bodies a little bit more.
1: Super important. We're definitely going to need the rest and, you know, just a time off, especially, you know, I don't think there's school either that week either. So it's going to be super down and super chill for us. So um, it'll definitely be super important, especially heading into Seattle, which is going to be another crazy environment and a big time matchup against them. So, um, It'll be super important, you know, just to get everybody healthy and then, well, everyone's getting healthy, just continue to work on ourselves and work, work on the weaknesses that we have.
0: Yeah. As you head towards, you know, that game, uh, you know, the next last couple of games of the non-conference and then head towards Biggie's play, if there's a, a weakness or two, you, you know, you're particularly working on, what is it?
1: I think it could be our defense. I think defensively we haven't been as sharp or as, you know, to the level that coach that the coaches want so i think continue to work on the defensive end and then you know offensively just continue to work on the execution of plays really i think everything can get better i think really you just look at everything there's always stuff that you can nitpick so um yeah i think really everything we could just sharpen up and you know just continue to get better
0: as uh as you you wrap You know, non-conference with that Gonzaga game. Then it's time to already start talking Big East play. Um, How how excited are you to get back into the the conference swing of things?
1: That's crazy. We're already.
0: I know. I know.
1: (laughs) Um, I'm super excited. I mean, we're seeing it right now. The Big East. It's it's loaded with talent, loaded with competition. So many teams in the league have such great wins, and if they don't have the win, they competed closely with another super talented team so um it's gonna be it's gonna be one hell of a league it's gonna be super tough we gotta be ready for it and you know any given day anything could happen so we just gotta be ready
0: you you gonna throw on marquette texas tonight
1: yeah that's what i was gonna do right after this i'm watching that for sure (laughs)
0: um you know just as, as we're talking about big east play um you know it seems like guys across the team uh you're really putting up some great performances in the non-conference yet somehow uh none of you seem to be able to make uh biggies player of the week you've been snubbed before from some of these awards what's going to take to get you guys uh up there a little bit more
1: (laughs) I think just winning we just gotta keep winning and I think eventually we'll get up there um yeah I think we just gotta keep winning keep playing how we're playing and then um you know we'll definitely see we'll definitely see a couple of us throughout the entire year up there
0: yeah. Um, all right. Got some uh, fun ones that have come in here uh, as we head towards the end of the semester. Favorite class you took uh, this semester? Favorite class I took.
1: I gonna say biology. Sam Samson and I, we were lab partners this year. So, you know, <laughs> we have our lab every Thursday night that we spend two hours in. We saw we looked at a polar bear this year sam dissected a heart i think when wow. i had my wisdom teeth out so he had to do the heart by himself um i think it's a de- it's definitely a hard class but i think it was just fun just to be in the class with sam
0: i'm just trying to picture you too, like with the the goggles on and everything in the lab uh, doing we, do,
1: we did a great job our ta say we do a great job <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, coming up uh on the holidays here uh gift you'd want for the holidays this year
1: Gift I want the holidays. Can I say go undefeated in December or yeah. Yeah. Undefe- undefeated in December and January because we're counting January as New Year's. Those two months. That's the gift I want to win. All right. All right. I want to win.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. It's uh it, it's attainable there. Um, no,
1: if not wins, well that's obviously number one. But like tangible item. Elect- yeah, I was just gonna say, give
0: us a physical one.
1: Physical item. Um, electrical scooter. Okay. For, for campus coach hurley knows i want an electrical scooter still so <laughs> hopefully i could get one from my parents or something <laughs> we'll see does anyone
0: else on the team have those
1: um maybe donovan i feel like donovan does but i have no idea i don't think no one else really does
0: What what's it like was you bring up donovan seeing him go up against some of these other like really good big guys when, when you're talking about like top tier of you know, centers in college basketball. I mean, it's it's him up there w- with a guy like Baycott, with a guy like Hunter Dickinson. What's it been like getting to see those matchups?
1: Yeah, it's been amazing. I think he was really looking forward to those matchups going up um, when you looked at the schedule. So I think he did a great job against them. And, you know, they're super tough matchups. I mean, they're basically automatic double-doubles. So you'd have to really give 100 hundred hundred. when you got to go up against them to contain them a little bit. So um, I think he did a great job. They're super talented and he's so much younger than them too, to where they have so much college experience that he just learned so much from those two players and they'll definitely be, translate it into future matchups where he could dominate at the center position yeah I was
0: just gonna say how how do you learn from those type of matchups because I know we talked about this a little bit last year when you know you were going up against some of these big big east guys for the first time and then a difference the second time you went up against them so how how do you you know kind of change your game a little bit and learn from those past experiences
1: yeah I think physicality is definitely the first one at least for myself and I guess for Donovan too obviously with Hunter and Baycott so um definitely just getting used to the physicality that they'll that they'll bring when they're making moves on offense and defense but then bringing the physicality back to them so just like a physicality battle then um really just staying mentally strong I would say I think you know you get scored on a couple times or you know you don't get the rebound or something doesn't go your way you know you can start getting down on yourself so just always being positive towards the matchup even though it's hard to do you just got to continue to keep going
0: all right. Well, Alex, I, I really appreciate you taking some time during this gauntlet that you guys have been through. I mean, I can't remember the last time I've seen a UConn team go up against what it's going to be three top 10 teams in basically a week and a half or two weeks. So uh, no, uh, no no, no rest for for the weary. And you guys certainly uh, beat up in a little bit weary there.
1: No, no, we'll be good. We'll be good. Yeah. Gonzaga good will still be top 10 when we play them. So it'll be another exciting one.
0: Yeah, no, a lot of a lot of fun stuff, and then uh, next time we talk, we'll be getting ready to get into all the fun of the Big East and uh, and kick that off. So, Alex, as always, uh, really appreciate the time. Uh, heal up the hand, and uh, we'll talk soon.
1: The hand will be fine. <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Kotler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod the host, at Jared Kotler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for
1: listening.